Hello, this is episode 190 of the Purple Psychology Podcast. I'm Dr. Nisha Reddy. This podcast is on black masculinity and why is the world afraid? Yet another black man was shot to death while helping someone in distress over the weekend. I'm not going to use names here because I'll mispronounce them and I may leave some out, but we've all read the same stories for months here. You can't call 99 or 911 for help because you are perceived as a threat. And I really ask what that is based in. I listen to the descriptions of black men taking white fluffy dogs for a walk to be less threatening or being with their children. And in Ireland, if you passed a man with such a toy dog, they'd be dragging it along behind them, disowning it, going, oh, it's the wife's, but I have to walk it. So it's a very striking difference for me in how masculinity can be viewed in a predominantly white world and how we view black masculinity. And I've been asking for months to myself, what is that based in? And I'm still listening to Toni Morrison's book, Beloved. And as I listen to the descriptions in that of how black males were treated during slavery, it's completely degrading. And I heard the same theme in Barracoon by Zora Neale Hurston when she interviewed the last surviving slave in America. And her work wasn't published for over 90 years because she wished to put forward his voice in the text. And it's as if we expect people to rise up against you, that all of the degrading behavior for centuries that you subjected a race of people to, that you expect them to rise up and meet your actions and meet your wrongdoings and become a threat. It's like as if that assumption is ingrained in society at this stage. There's no questions ever. There's only ever assumptions in every one of these cases. There's the resounding assumption always that the black man will be threatening. And I realise that belief is very hard. It doesn't matter what you believe in. The goodness of people, equality, God, spiritualism, the signs in nature that I believe in, that I see every day, the transfer of energy, the connection to other people. It doesn't matter what your beliefs are, but it's very hard to stay constant and to not have those questions. And it's why we use religion so much to judge. It's just so much an easier standpoint to always take. And I've watched this for decades in Ireland. And in the same way as America has bad associations with black masculinity, I have the same associations when people start to speak the gospel to me. I've only ever had it used against me. I've only ever had it used to judge me in one way or another. It's an extraordinary limiting power within Ireland, especially towards women and especially towards my sexuality. But interestingly, I don't have the bad associations with the black voice using the words of the Bible because I can listen to black voices speaking those words without those associations because I've only ever had white clergy in Ireland use it against me, or white families. But how are we going to create 
new associations for black masculinity in America. How are we going to change it? For me, it's as simple as the voice speaking the text. It changes it for me. It changes the meaning. It allows me to listen to the words. It allows me to look beyond. It allows me to not judge. It allows me to not make assumptions. But if we get to a space where we don't make such associations with black masculinity in America, we'll create a new version throughout the world. Because the majority of our assumptions to do with black masculinity are coming from America in one form or another. And there isn't a side project at the moment that I really want to look at in terms of black Irish teens who are taking their sense of self and their identity from certain aspects of American culture, music culture, because they can't find an identity here. So there is so much rolled into this for me. And I think that that's the ultimate thing that we need to change. It's, it's not just the behavior of certain institutions or certain forces that should be protecting people. It's the ultimate sense of what does black masculinity represent and how are we going to look at it differently. How are we not going to instantly assume that it's a threat?